Welcome, my friends, to Scribe Year of the Gaming Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems in exciting development this week, Dennis. Mm. People in the Discord might have already seen this. We invented a new and novel way for you to give us your money. Yes. Now, we weren't getting enough money. That's the problem. That's the main problem. The main problem is that we weren't getting enough money. Channel well, I, I, ran the, I ran the numbers and, mm. and the depth of the money pit, it, it's just not up to code. We have to we have to dig deeper and we have to fill the money. We have to fill the money pit with more money. And, and look, Channel Fireballers hel- have helped us in that regard. Coupon Code Smart. Coupon Code Smart has done, unfortunately, some of the heavy lifting. I would have preferred <laughs> to put that in my personal money pit rather than the shared money pit that Dennis and I have together. But Dennis, tell them, tell the viewers, tell the viewers, tell the listeners, what have you done? Does anyone view the podcast? Do they just stare at Spotify while they, yeah. <laughs> for the whole duration? No. You can head, fine folks, to patreon.com slash river and just support the podcast directly. Cut yep. out all, cut out every middleman, every middleman, woman and child involved. <laughs> <laughs> um, Except in, in, introduce the new middleman of the Patreon cup. That's by the by. We're cutting out a different middleman middle person and add, adding in one of our own one that takes eight percent of all the money that you give us but hey that 92 percent all mine baby let's go and really what 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 tasty perks can one avail of from adding the scrammy patreon so we got we got two levels here we got two levels keep, keep it simple Keep you, it simple. you're busy you're busy people you're wheeling dylan wheeling dylan you don't have time to read through all the different Reward. I mean, who's got the, who's got the time? I actually it? do hate when patrons have like fifteen different reward tiers. And yeah, it's it's like, this like, is the double platinum deluxe extra plus tier. It's like okay, extra plus. You say mm. we should have had that. We have two. We have cheese bags and fresh cheese bags. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be a stale cheese bag. You don't be, well, there isn't a stale cheese bag option. Maybe that should be it. The stale cheese bag option, you get nothing. Well, hang on, cheese bag and fresh cheese bag implies that the the default cheese bag is stale. It, it applies a level of staleness. It's like when you it's like when you put asbestos free on a bag of crisps. It's like, hmm, hang on, what about all the other crisps on this aisle? I don't immediately see the absence of fresh as being stale, but I do take your point that it certainly is more stale. It's than, an implication for sure. It has an implication of, of staleness. Anyway, if you want to be a cheese bag, you're going to get access to the access to episodes ahead of time, mm-hmm. twenty four hours ahead of time before they come out. As soon, basically, as soon as this thing, thing is recorded, before they've even cooled down. Right, you're getting these straight out the oven. We're putting these 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 smart episodes, Dennis, on the windowsill to cool, and you can be a cheeky boy and come and steal it from the windowsill. <laughs> God, I hate that. Uh, and that's that's two dollars an episode, right? Yeah, just like that. You also get access to the premium part of my Discord, um, mm. the subs only area, exclusive, filled with some of the most raging nerds you've ever come across. Um, and then, Dennis, what have we got for the fresh cheese bags? The, for the fresh cheese, cheese bag. Cheese bags? For the fresh cheese bags. $5 an episode. Everything from the normal cheese bag, obviously. But mm-hmm. a little bit of game night, baby. Yeah, let's go. We're going to play. I don't know what we're going to play, actually. We'll play something. Well, actually, you know what? We'll let them decide. We'll let that decide. We'll put up a poll yeah. in the exclusive Discord and people can vote. And once a month, we're going to come in, hang out, play a game. Maybe it'll be a game that we can play with, with, with listeners and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Maybe uh, it maybe. will be. No, it's not going to be a death stranding. Well, Tell we'll us, get to that in a we'll second. We'll get to that in just a second. But no, we could. Yeah, we'll play something dumb or funny or or, or interesting. Do you know? Oh, do you know it'd be a good one? Hmm. Dennis speed runs Metal Gear Solid alone, and Riley goes and does something else with the. No, I'll, I'll hang out. I'll help you. I can be like the strat. I can. I can be your. You know. You I can see. See, like, I, like for people who have played Metal Gear, with, like when they watch, they're like, "Wow, you play this so fast." Once you put the, the name Speed Run in there, it's a whole other kettle of fish. Okay, Dennis plays it very fast. Dennis plays Metal Gear Solid Three and skips all of the cutscenes. <laughs> I think you could. No, I think you could play one. Like you could play one in a single stream. I think two is the shortest. I think two is shorter. By a mile, yeah. That surprises me. Two is like, if you skip all the cutscenes, two is like a two and a half hour game. (laughs) I remember, uh, I was going to say, I remember it being very long, but that just might have been because it felt like watching a full TV TV series. Anyway. Patriots are trying to control the digital flow of information, really. All that sort of stuff. It's going to be great. Get to patreon.com slash, I was going to say half us history. Go to patreon.com slash half us history. And while you're on Patreon, while you've already got the credit card out for patreon.com slash half us history, head over to um, patreon.com slash scrimy river. Now, Riley, we've set some goals. Yeah, now this this was an interesting conversation. So we've set some goals that are lofty, and listeners, I really, I really tried to negotiate here. I really did. <laughs> so goal number one. So sometimes, just just to set the scene, sometimes Dennis and I will, you know, as as most entertainment personalities will, mm-hmm. we'll be having a conversation, and then halfway through, we'll be like, "Hang on, stop, stop, stop. 
this will be funny, let's do it on the podcast, right? And then yep. we have the conversation on the podcast, but it's a little more animated, it's a little yeah. sillier, it's a little, it's more designed for con- media consumption. This was one of those conversations that normally we would have been like, let's do it on the podcast, it'll be funnier. We didn't have this conversation on the podcast. What we're about, what are you about to hear from Dennis? I mean, obviously it'll be exaggerated because that's just who Dennis is, but mm-hmm. broadly speaking, I'm sure this is what happened. So we have three tiers. Number one, for 250, uh, 250 goals, episode, three goals, three, three goals, sorry, three goals. Uh, at 250 episode, we'll launch a Scramio merch store. You can get your cheese bag merch. Mm-hmm. You can get all, you can get all, all, we'll, we'll print a little cheese bag on a, on, on a mask, all mm-hmm. that good stuff for you. We'll, we'll print a shirt that just says, I am the asshole on it, I guess, if you That's want. That's very good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm with my, the asshole my, and the little My butthole is insulsolated. Magical butthole society. Magical, yes, yes, I've got an MBS. <laughs> yes, I've got an MBS. MBA might even better. Magical Butthole Association. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask me about my Ask MBA. Ask me about my MBA. <laughs> yeah, beautiful, very good. All right, yep. Yeah, so we got uh, we, we're going to have some hot merch, and that will happen once we get to two hundred fifteen episodes. So go and yeah. sign up. Merch, hot merch on the way. Now that's and one that I'm hoping we get because yeah. that that'll be fun to implement. And now, folks, we get to the goals that I was fighting for. Yes. I was really fighting for. 500 an episode. Vinyl printing, baby. <laughs> get that vinyl. Now, you know, Exalted Listener, I don't want to go through the hassle of printing. Uh, uh, Riley uh, has uh, complained uh, about it on and off the podcast. Message me privately off air saying, we're not doing this. Please such, stop bringing it up. It's so much hassle, right? Getting something pressed on vinyl. It's going to be such a pain in the ass. Dennis wanted no to do this. Dennis wanted to do this as the top goal, right? I want to do this for a thousand an episode, which is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous, because you know we're like, oh, we'll put it as a joke. We're never actually going to get it right. Yeah. And then at five hundred, we should have what? What did you first suggest at five hundred, Dennis? Well, which is now the one thousand tier because you mm-hmm. refused to come down on it, which was yep. Riley Streams Death Stranding. <laughs> Can I tell Riley you? Riley would not accept less a penny below a thousand an episode to, it's, to stream Death Stranding. It's not even that. It's not about the money. It is the fact that if I'm going to be compelled to do something, right? Mm-hmm. If you gave me the choice of, hey, I need you to produce an episode of your podcast, your Tin Pot um, Gaming Advice podcast. I need you to go through all the hassle and the struggle of getting that on vinyl, right? Or I need you to stream Death Stranding. I know which one of those is going to be more stressful and time time consuming. And I tell you this, it is not the vinyl. How long is right. the Death Stranding playthrough? Dennis well, is on howlongtobeat.com right now. I'm on there right now. Uh, yeah. 58 and a half hours. I don't think it'd take that long to get the vinyl sorted. No, there's no way. There's no way, right? Now, what we could... Oh, my God. This is how you know it's a Kojima game. The completionist, 100%, mm. is just double. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I mean, the only, one, the, only one, the only one that's worse that I've come across is Persona 5, which is like 10,000 hours or something. Anyway, that is how little... I want to play. I mean, I just I know that I know that doing Des, playing Death Stranding for fifty or however many thousands of hours it's going to be. I know that's going to be more hassle than a vinyl printing. Yeah. So I, mean, I hope we get to the merch store. I'm actually excited. That, 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 that the merch, the merch store would be very fun. Yeah. I'm in the process of setting up the merch store for Half Us History. It is hassle, mm-hmm. but it's fun hassle. At the end of the day, it's definitely hassle, but. Should be good. That's anyway. it, folks. Head to patreon.com slash scrammyriver. Head to scrammyriver.com to just be redirected to the Channel 5 store with our code already input. Get yeah. shop and get your magic cards, get your Pokemon cards, get your flesh and blood cards. Riley, if you could tell people out there to buy one magic card this week, what would it be? Riley's hot tip financial advice. My hot tip financial advice. Hmm. Which card should you be buying? Orange Epiphany? I don't know. I feel like that one probably, probably missed the boat on that one a little bit. Yeah, it's it's a probably some now, weird right? commander card, isn't it? Yeah, is it like Cultivate or some, something? You know oh, what I, mean? Like, I mean, Cultivate's a common that's been printed 10,000 times. If you wanted to yeah, buy out the market it, of Cultivate... Buy, buy hundreds of them, yeah. Yeah, buy thousands. Buy every single copy of Cultivate ever. That would be a very, very difficult thing to do. Um, I hear Daybreak Ranger is going to be uh, going to be big pretty soon. Heard that from Brian Kibler 10 years ago. <laughs> Did you hear about that? <laughs> no, I don't remember He that. bought basically every copy oh, of Daybreak Ranger. Oh, I have seen that. He has yeah, stacks of them. Because yeah. he thought it was going to be like a, the biggest... Because it like it, you know, tapped to kill Delvers. He thought it was going to be huge. Um, but no, look, uh, it, it didn't end up working out. There was also the Seance guy. Well, that was... A, I don't know what the hell was going on there. Do you that remember that? Spooky. Yeah, I remember. Um, some guy bought out as many copies of Seance... And then put a bounty on someone to like make top eight of a tournament with it. If someone ever made a yeah made a made I think it was top eight of a GP yeah like a ten thousand dollar prize or something because you'd make it back with the ten thousand copies of sales you'd be able to sell. Um, 
I don't know. It's probably some dumb. It's probably some dumb commander card. What's good in standard? Memory deluge. Yeah, memory deluge is really good in standard. Maybe get that. I don't know. Has that has that has that spiked yet? Iron's Epiphany, I think. You probably missed that. Maybe the Meathook Massacre? Uh, 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 Meathook Massacre's pretty well-known too, though. Yeah, that's probably true. I don't know. Arons you know Epiphany. what it is? Honestly, do you know what it is? It's probably something like Demi Lich. Really? Yeah, Demi Lich. I think Demi Lich is just waiting for the... It, it, it's one of those cards, like Arclight Phoenix. It's one of those cards. It's a Mythic. You can cast it for free. Like, something's going to happen with it eventually. Well, get in there and get across it. Eventually, that card, card. eventually, Demi Lich will be broken, right? Uh-huh. And when it does, it'll skyrocket. And if it doesn't... I don't know. You're probably not going to take that much of a loss on it <laughs> because it can't, I don't know how much lower it can get. How much is Demi Lich worth? It's like 20 bucks. Is it really? Yeah. No. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. Maybe not Demi Lich then. Whoops. Have people yeah, already broken this card? One. I'm yeah. surprised. A- average price on the market market marketplace right now, $15. If you want to get a near mint, well, you can get it for twelve sixty nine from uh, the fine folks over at Gemini Games. Maybe that's already where you start. Maybe Maybe that's the floor. I don't know. Do you know what is, oh, don't buy Meathook Massacre 40 bucks, oh my goodness. Do you know what, what I thought was always going to be a good spec? Jace Friends hmm. Prodigy. That was a, that would be a good spec. That was like an $80 card for a while. No, no, but it went down. I think it, I think it bottomed out at like 15 or 20 bucks. That's what bought, it is right now. Hmm? Is that, yeah, still where it is, yeah. See, I bought, I bought a bunch of copies of it, um, because I'm like, this, this card's going to be huge. Do you know why? Hmm. It's a double face card, so they can't just reprint it whenever they need to. Right, yeah. Like well, it has now to be in the- a lot of those, but yeah, I know what you mean. But it's 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 they can't just be like, oh, we'll put this in a core set, right? It can't be the only one of its kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, uh, it it has like an incre- incredibly unique effect, right? As mm-hmm. a looter that turns into a planeswalker, and it was so dominant in standard, and also saw some play in modern for quite I some time. Being at re- like every deck had four yeah. of them, it was unbelievable. Like Abzan decks would splash blue for Jace. Anyway, turned out to be wrong about that one because it didn't end up seeing any play at all. So my all my copies of Jay's Friends Prodigy are just sitting there. But you know, whatever. You it's also right. We should we should say this. This is the last week to avail of Marketplace Madness. Oh, really? The madness is mm-hmm. the madness is nearly. Madness like, is finally coming to. Did a they close. say, "Will this madness ever end?" Yes, it will. Next yes, week, October thirty first, Halloween. Yeah. Spooky, spooky madness. Do you like Halloween? Not at all. I think it's very silly. I think it's, hey, that's a traditional Irish holiday. I, I think it's know. silly in in a like I enjoy silliness, but I, I I not I think this no silly is the wrong word. I think Halloween. You know, it annoys me. Hmm. It annoys me, and we're going to get a little political here. Ooh. It annoys me because there is so much of America in particular. And I, I do associate Halloween with America. Halloween in the sense of trick or treating, bopping for apples, all you know, beating up the rival karate studio kid in a in a skeleton costume stuff. Is that? Is the Karate Kid a Halloween film? They all what? dress up as skeletons and they beat up Dan. I've never seen Karate Kid. You've never seen the Karate Kid? No. Isn't Die what Hard you- the Halloween film? Oh, Die Hard's a Christmas film. Christmas film. Um, okay. what, do you, what do you think Karate Kid's about? Karate Kid is about a kid who's getting bullied at school and he goes to Mr. Miyagi and mm-hmm. he gets him to wash his car for free in exchange <laughs> for karate lessons and then the kid goes and beats up his bully. Well, Riley, you'll be surprised to hear the washing the car is the karate lesson. Uh, the the real karate lessons to the cars that we washed along the way. It is, it is though. <laughs> okay. Like he teaches them wax on, wax off, and paint the fence, and then yeah. those are the moves he uses because right. he's got the muscle memory built in. Sure. I and remember there's, there's something about a flying crane kick at the end that it was illegal yeah. or that he shouldn't have done. Or correct. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, I remember this because we were we were top we were on the Halloween tangent. We branched off that into the karate kid tangent. We'll come back to that. I remember Pete Holmes once describing podcasting as you put uh, over the course of the podcast. He just put a bunch of irons in the in fire, the fire and, and you, take and you slowly them take yeah. them out one by one. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take the the Halloween thing out. Um, in the in the United States, there's you know religion plays a very big part in public life. I would argue that people are very like quite overtly religious, generally speaking. Um, definitely compared to my life experience living in places like Australia and Europe, and it well, annoys, godless places. There's godless places where where the light and light and love of Jesus Christ does not shine. Um, <laughs> And it, it, it frustrates me that they are so ready to be upset and offended by anything that remotely fly- you know, Harry Potter, banned, you know? Oh, magic card magic cards? Demonic, satanic, ban them, right? But they're out trick or treating. Like it's a pagan mm. festival, right? Like it's based mm. on some old uh, it's I mean it doesn't have does it have a Christian origin? No. I don't think so. It's probably I mean my imagine I imagine it was one of those um It's an Irish pagan festival. Holidays that, that Christianity I mean, there's All Saints Eve or all ha- something. I don't know. But I imagine, I mean, Christianity was very good at nicking other people's holidays. So maybe they did that. I don't know. 
I think it's dumb. I don't like it. I know I'm going to, this is, this is in the same vein as Riley doesn't like dogs. So, you know, I'm not making myself any fans or friends by saying this, but no, I think Halloween is. You don't like dogs. You like cats though. I love cats, man. Cats are great. Cats are low maintenance. Cats are low maintenance. They don't slobber everywhere and they, they go and poo in a box in, a, in the corner for your convenience. Yeah. It's pretty compelling, honestly. Yeah. Well, right. We've reached the 15 minute mark. It's probably time to start the podcast. We've alienated all the people. All, all, we've alienated all the Christians and all the people who love Halloween. So. And dog lovers. And dog lovers which as I well. Think there's very few people left in the world. So at there, this are, point. there are atheist, no nonsense cat, cat lovers still I listening. Hang, I don't know if I want to hang out with those people. I don't know if I want to. I mean, I'm one of those people, so I don't <laughs> know if I want to hang out with them. <laughs> Alrighty. We got a question here, Riley, from your fix. My fix? Your, not just anyone's fix. Specifically for you, dear right. listener. I've got an interesting anecdote to follow up So Many Birds' story on the podcast this week to test Riley's theory that he wouldn't have a problem if this happened to a large company. So as you recall... For, yeah, for those of you who uh, tuned in last week, you'll remember that So Many Birds... Um, ripped off his friend's brother, basically? Kind of. It was... I mean, go back and listen to that. Go back and listen to it. But basically, there was, an, there was a thing where, like, debatably, someone was ripped off, and I was like, I don't like this because it's a person, but I wouldn't mind if it recalled... They obeyed the letter of the law, not the spirit of the law, yeah. etc. So here's your fixed question. Uh, and I, I said, well, you were like, I don't like this. And I was like, Riley, would you care if this happened to a company? And you were like, absolutely not. So this is related to that. Yeah. Uh, the, um, I casually dabble in the sports betting industry with a couple of bucks a week for fun. The company I bet through, a $1.5 billion company, offered a promo of $100 in site credits if I made a singular $1 bet in a particular game. I get the site credits whether, whether or not I win or lose my bet. So I claim my $100 in credits, but the catch is that I cannot withdraw this money until I bet all of 100 of it again. This is very common on betting apps and that you have to play through yeah. your free credit. You can't just get uh, the money and immediately withdraw it. Often you have to play through it more than once, actually. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you have to launder it. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> you have to launder the money. All right. Okay. I didn't know that. So yeah, the catch is that I cannot withdraw the money until I basically play through it and bet all of it at least once. Mm-hmm. Whatever I win from that, though, I can withdraw. So... I pick a game, and I place $50 on one team to win and $50 on the other team to win. Whatever happens, you know, get guaranteeing that one of the bets will win, and then when that happens, I win $95. I effectively turned $100 of Monopoly money into $95 of cash money in my pocket. Riley, am I the asshole in the situation? As this is clearly not the site's intended use of the credits, but also not technically against the rules. Oh, no. You ripped off a gambling website. Yeah, gambling websites especially. How, <laughs> how, how, how could for. you? How could how how could you take advantage of a company that is built upon taking advantage of other people? Other people's either a inability to control themselves or b misunderstanding of probability. Unbelievable, your fix. You, you can live a little dangerously, Riley, and Go run on. this gamut on like a, a soccer game because they could draw. Oh yeah, so yeah, okay, so I guess you don't do that though, do you? No, yeah, you, you, uh, you have to do it like a football game or tennis or something. What football are you talking about? Uh, American football, I don't think, has draws. But you, when you say football, you mean American football? Well, I'm trying to be... As an, as an Irish to, person? Well, no, I say football and I say nothing. I never talk about American football. What are you referring to? When you say, <laughs> when you say football, generally speaking, what, do, what does that mean for you? Soccer. Okay. So what do you call Gaelic football? Ga. Ga. <laughs> I'm going ga. down, going down call, the ga. Call it ga. Okay. G-A-A. Gaelic, Gaelic Association. Some, Gaelic something? Amarok Gaelic Association. Association. Um, Gaelic Asshole Association. What does GAS stand for? Amateur. Ga. No, no, no. Athletics Association. Athletics Association. <clears throat> um, yeah, because foot, football footy for me is Australian rules football. Aussie rules rugby. No, it's not rugby. It's not it rugby. Is, it's rugby. rugby. It's, it's, it's not, because if you go to New South Wales or Queensland and say football or footy. No, I'm never going to go to those places. You mean, do do you mean rugby. You mean rugby league. Anyway, doesn't matter. Hand egg. Hand egg and football. Hand egg, football. Let's go. Um... I don't have a problem with this. I don't care about this at all, Dennis. <laughs> now, I admit, you did make it a little easier, fix by picking a company that is not particularly, like, get, very hard to feel bad for a gambling company. It'd be funny if you're like, hmm, now there's a hospital down the road. There's a, there's there's an orphanage down the road that offers yeah, a- and they leave their, they gave me $100 of free bets on an orphan fighting, and I chose <laughs> one, 50 on one and 50 on the other. <laughs> oh, going down the old orphan fights tonight. Here we yeah. go. This is going to be good. Uh, no, I don't care about this at all. I don't care about this. No, I didn't think you would. No, no. <laughs> I had a very similar situation to this, even worse, frankly. I think I might tell the story on the podcast before, but is this the me, is this the ten pound? Yeah, well, this is the casino. I took. I, I showed you when you came over. Yeah, yeah. This is very good. The Silver Strand in Bray, which is my hometown. If you want to Google it, it is a crappy looking casino on the seafront. They used to do ten euro free bets. They still do. They texted me today, Riley. I'll actually, I'll read you the. T- I'll read you the text. They texted me maybe 
15 minutes before we start recording the podcast, I got a text from the Silver Strand. And that text reads, Hi Dennis, a 10 euro free play, all caps, has just been added to your account. Venture expires this Thursday at 11.59pm. Collect at checkpoint. So you know, they're still running this gamut. But what they used to do, very rinketing casino, they would offer you a free bet to get your data text, and you go in, and they didn't have any of the infrastructure set up to give you a free bet. Because now some, they like, have some casinos will have like little cards and stuff. Now they, they do have a card, and I'll right. get that in a second. But okay. at the time, you'd walk in, they'd just hand you a ten euro note, That's... and then you'd walk out. So the manager has seen this on like other casinos. Yeah, you know, he went on he went on holiday mm-hmm. somewhere, and they're like free ten euro. He's like, "That's good. I'm going to take that back to the Brayshaw side casino, right? Yeah, and I'm going I'm to take that back to the lucky the lucky silver dollar. And what's it called? The Silver Strand." Silver Strand. Silver Strand. Um, he gets back and he's like, all right, we're doing 10, 10 euro free bets. And the people are like, well, we don't have cards. I was like, Just give them 10 euros. It'll be fine. They definitely won't leave the casino with the 10 euros in their wallet and spend it <laughs> yep. on beer. That's exactly what we did because it's right next to the bar. We would go ahead and just buy two pints next door. So you just go in, you'd collect the 10 euros and go straight to the bar and buy two. But wasn't what, what was the guy who did it? Because he, 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 he gave himself a little secret name, didn't he? Oh, my friend Sean. Yeah. Um, you had to register. As a as a as a like a Vantage Club member, yeah, and he registered as Jack Package, Jack Package, Jack Package, Jack Package, but he he, pronou- he, pr- he insisted it was pronounced Jack Package. And then after one day, they did like a, ra- a raffle thing, and he got to go up and spin a big wheel while they were there. Yeah, and they went up and there's like Jack Package, and yeah. he was like Jack Package, please, yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Um, but no, eventually, right, they did institute these cards where you get 10, you get 10 euro credit on it. And then we would do basically what your fix did with yep. a little bit of a worse outcome where we just go to the roulette table, put it on red, and half the time you get four points. Yep. Yeah. Like 48% of the time you get it all, four points. It all evens out in the end, roughly, apart from the zeros. Um, one final thing before we move on from this, your fix, you're, you're in the clear. Dennis, I used to play Apex, right? I'm thinking of starting Apex again. I've given it up. Maybe we'll do it for the game night. But maybe we'll play some Apex. It would be fun. New season coming up pretty soon. But do you remember, Dennis, how... So, you and I, we'd make up nicknames for stuff in Apex, right? Yeah. And they would run through, like, a treadmill of... They'd end up with name... We'd end up with a nickname, and then using that nickname, we'd give it another iterate, nickname. Iterate, iterate, yeah. We ended up calling... Um, so, in Apex, like, care packages drop from the sky, and they land. They usually have, like, cool mm-hmm. equipment, like, high-level equipment and whatever. We ended up calling them toilets or dunnies or whatever, right? Do you remember why? Because it was a care package, right? Yeah. Which became a care package, which became care a jack package, which became the jacks. jacks. And in, in Ireland, the jacks is the toilets. The so toilets. I started calling them the dunnies or the toilets. And they kind of look like portaloos. So it kind of works. They look a little bit like portaloos. They look a little like portaloos. So it kind of works. I've always done that with my friends. Like when we used to play Call of Duty 3. Yep. This is pure gaming. We used to play Call of Duty 3 with two Xboxes and eight people. And yes. Two TVs. Perfect. And like yep. one in the sitting room, one in the kitchen. Yep. You know, LAN connected. And oh, premium, premium gaming experience right there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we had, um, we have, uh, we had a, a place that had like a little gate mm-hmm. in it. Checkpoint Charlie, easy, yep. very good. We had a, we had a, <laughs> we had a fountain that uh, my friend Andy used to always hide in. That was Fort Andrew, easy. Oh, not fountain, but Fort no, Andrew. Fort Andrew. Yeah, that's it's good. Like, is a- Andrew? Is it Andrew? Is it Andrew? Get him, get him. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Yeah, yeah. There was a place that just had a dead cow. Checkpoint DC, like all, all that that's, stuff. That's really good. And then I then but then like when we had, I think I told you about the foosball league we had when I was in secondary school. Go on. I was manager of the foosball league. I think I, I I don't remember what the story is, but let, let's hear it again. I was manager of the foosball league, and between, as you'd imagine, my many many lovers, I took as the manager of the foosball yes. league. I had to actually play some games between between all the time that you had, you know, that you were just rooting. <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. Just with the um, infinite sex appeal of being in such a position of such power. Yeah. Come one, we, come uh, all to the Dennis Stranjak experience. Oh, come all indeed. Uh, Tommy and I would, when we played, we would invent, to intimidate the other team, mm. uh, we would invent names for all the moves. Can't, like, But like, they, they were never any real moves. So every time uh, Tommy would do something, they're like, oh, Texas two-step, classic, yes, let's yes, go. Yes, yes. Interstellar it. overdrive, baby, let's do it. Like all this stuff. Yep. As though <laughs> you had some kind of plan that you were, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, you, you, you like you like run a play in, like America, in American football. You're like, okay, we're going to do this, 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 mm-hmm. this, this. We're going to do it. And like we did exactly that. Yeah, we're so going to do the Virginia Silverback or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Silver Strand. <laughs> the, the Silver Strand. We're going to do the, we're gonna do the Jacques Picard Silver Strand. The Jacques Picard Silver Strand. Jacques Picard. Oh, my God. All right, right. We got plenty. I, I feel like we spent, we got a lot a lot more meat out of the Orphix question than I expected. Yeah, we did. Um, okay. Our next question to, uh, comes to us from Zubata. Uh, it's Zubat. 
who asks, back when I was in high school, I spent a lot of time playing Commander with one of my friends. He was my only other friend that played Magic, so we'd almost just play 1v1 Commander against each other, and we each only had one deck. This is a classic- Truest form of the game. <laughs> a classic experience here. I would play blue-green uh, blue, Krufix ramp, and he would play mono-red Zerillion of, Z- of the Claw. I can see Dennis, Dennis is highlighting this on the on the dock. He's about what to go to scryfall.com and look up this card. Yeah, I don't know what this card is either. It's, it's, Zerillion it's, of the Claw. It's going to be some weird three red, No, oh my goodness, it's from legend. Mirage. One red, red tap. Search your library for a dragon card and put it into play as though it were just played. Shuffle your library afterwards. That creature is unaffected by summoning sickness. Remove any, that creature from the game at the end of any, any, at the end of any turn. At the end of any turn. This right, turn? I'll, I'll do it in a hundred turns. Um, yeah. So Oracle, <laughs> search your library for dragon permanent card, put it on the battlefield. It gains haste and exile at the beginning of the next end step. You get to fling dragons from your deck of people. No, it, it's a, a dragon sneak attack, but from your library. Sorry, not fling. Fling is a real term. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dragon sneak I'm, attack, I'm but from your library. Yeah. Okay. That's actually all right. That's kind of cool. A, it's a pretty powerful effect, given it's only three mana, actually. You can get some monsters in there. I guess that's why the card's 20 bucks. Anyway, there you go. That's that's Riley's hot economic tips. Zerillion of the Claw. Let's go. Anyway. Uh, he would end up playing play Mono Red Zerillion of the Claw, which is kind of like a Oh, you're reading now, deck. are you? I, I'm, take, I'm taking it over. Wow. I am the captain now. Okay, let's go. Uh, he would end up killing me with a bunch of flyers pretty often, so eventually I put a copy of Hurricane into my deck. For those who don't know, it's a sorcery for X and a green that does X times each creature with flying each player. I love this. Don't need to explain Zerillion of the Claw. <laughs> that's so good. Zerillion like, now everyone will know what Zerillion of the Claw is. I don't need to explain that. Hurricane, a reasonably well-known card that goes, I think, all the way back to Alpha. No, I, I, I better, I definitely better explain that one. That's I so can see funny, in dude. Miley's mirror, I can see him googling. When that is so funny. Hurricane does go all the way back out, uh, to Alpha. I was correct. Yep, go on. So yeah, so basically, basically destroys all the flyers. Yep, broadly speaking, he didn't like me putting in a card that specifically hosts his deck, as he felt like I was being too competitive and trying too hard to win. While from my perspective, I was really trying to find a way to deal with his creatures and not die while playing colors with not very much removal. Mm-hmm. Playing blue green, that's true. I ended up taking it out of the deck, and as it was creating tension, wow, I didn't want to lose my only magic friend over something so silly. But even to this day, I feel like I wasn't really in the wrong there. So was I? the magic asshole in this situation it's interesting Zubat because <clears throat> they basically are saying you shouldn't side you shouldn't pre-board against me mm. that's unfair which in a vacuum is kind of true but in the only two people who play magic meta that you're playing in yeah. it's kind of hard to f- draw that line yep um it's interesting this is an interesting situation because you're not in the wrong right but you did you still did the right thing that's at the end of the day mean. Pardon? Oh, he, sorry. He took. Yeah, like yeah. you're he, not in the wrong. He, he was in a defensible position. Yeah, you're in a defensible position, but your retreat here, or your you quote unquote backing down, was actually still the right thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. Because your friendship with this person is more important than one card in the commander. Their friends being a little bit. I, I, I think agree. I'd be annoyed if I, I, I think agree. I'd be annoyed. I think I'd be annoyed if there was if I was their friend though. And I think you'd have every right to be right, but I think digging your heels in is just the wrong move every time. Well, they, do you think they? Do you think their friend dug their heels in? No, I, I, like, I, I, the, the thing is, with what Zubat's done, they're blameless. Right? But I, right, but I would be annoyed if I was Zubat's friend as well. Why? Wouldn't you? Why? By not, by taking, because they took out the hurricane? Because they put in the hurricane. If I was Zubat's friend, I, I think Zubat's friend has no right to be annoyed here. You can put whatever cards you want in your deck. Of course you can. Right? But it's it's the spirit of the law, letter of the law. What do you mean? Putting a hurricane you're, in your you're, deck. You're, you're meant to put, build a commander deck. This is a deck that you're only ever playing against a, a, a thing with flyers. It's one card in 99 other cards. There's right, no issue with putting a hurricane because, in your deck. Well, no, it's because Zubat bu- is building his deck to beat his friend's deck. No, his friend's no Zubat is win. not building their deck to beat their friend here. They are putting one hurricane in their deck. But they wouldn't put it out that in, in in normal circumstances. They're not playing in normal circumstances. I suppose. Mm, I don't know. It's different. I... I, I don't think there's anything. I, I mean, I did this when I when I started playing like very casually. I mean, we all know about the main deck plummet. For those of you who don't know, one time I was at a draft. I didn't know you weren't allowed to pre-board, or you're not supposed to pre-board. Um, this is this is like I think one of the first first ever drafts that I did. Um, Stephen at the table was bragging about opening a Thundermore Hellkite. So before I played him, I put in a plummet in my deck before before we started playing. Again, not supposed to do that. I know that now. But in this situation, like, I remember when we used to play, when I played, like, you know, kitchen table magic, for want of a better term, with, with you know, we just played 67 cards I own decks, right? Sure. We had cards in there that were terrible, but were very good against... So how would, how, like, do you think it's also a fair game for Zubat's friend to play, like, a boil? Destroy all islands? Yeah. Well, that touches on a different area because that's mass land destruction. 
right? And mass land destruction. Yeah, you can put, I thought you could put any cards in your deck. You can put I thought any we were living in Riley's libertarian utopia here. Okay, listen here. Listen here. <laughs> it's fine for Zubat to have put the hurricane in their deck. It's also mm-hmm. fine for their friend to be upset about it. You said their friend had no right to be upset about it. No, I didn't say that. I said that it's. I said that you're doing the right thing, right? From I a, agree with that. From but a social you, standpoint, by pulling it out. You said their friend had no right to be upset about it. Roll the tape. Roll the tape? I don't know if I said <laughs> that, but if I said that, all right, fine. They don't have any right to be upset about it in the sense that, like, you can put whatever card in your deck. You can't, like, you, you don't have- And that have, the rules? Not, they didn't do anything wrong? Yeah. You can, like, sorry, maybe I should refine my comments. You don't have the right to be upset about it in the sense that, they, yes, they haven't done anything, like- you can feel whatever you want at the end of the day. You can be upset about whatever you want, right? How reasonable mm-hmm. it is for you to be upset about something, ultimately, that's what we're debating here. Do you think it'd be reasonable for Zubat to be upset if their friend had a boil, put a boil in their deck because they only ever played against a blue-green player? I mean, I'd be upset if... Yes. I, I, I don't like I don't ma- like mass land destruction. In I don't Commander like mass creature destruction. Every, every creature in, in Zubat's friend's deck probably has flying. Yeah. And Zubat's probably playing a deck with that without many flies and blue green or maybe with blue, but um, I, I think I think there is a difference between Hurricane and Boil. I agree. Like I think there is a difference between those two cards in terms of their I impact. Agree. Like you know, one is destroying half of the lands, the both other one is legal, destroying both legal and commander. I had to look that up because I didn't think it would be, but it, uh, no, is. No, it is. It definitely is. Um, <laughs> I mean, Armageddon is legal and commander, so you know. Yeah, but that's more. That's more equal. That's true. Yeah, boil is Boil is going to be a, a more one sided uh, Armageddon a lot of the time. I think that I think that Zubat is has a clean record here because you listened to what your friend was upset about and you took the high ground. No, you did the right thing objectively. Yes. I'm, I, we're, we're pivoted now. We're taking a different iron end. Okay. Do you think their friend's justified in being annoyed with the hurricane? Yeah, not really. Like a little bit, I guess. I'm just saying a little bit. I'd be annoyed. I don't think it's that I, big. I don't deal. think I'd stop playing. No, but I think I'd be annoyed. But then you say to boil. I think boil you would be annoyed about because it's a much more hateful card. But maybe hurricane is as hateful against a mono dragon's deck. Even if it's not about being as hateful, like it's you can rebuild after a sweeper. I mean, if you're playing a creature deck and you can't beat a sweeper, yeah, it's a one sided sweeper though. So, like it's commander. The plague wind is playable in commander. Not in this blue green deck. <laughs> no, well, I guess not. But <laughs> I, I think I think it's a bit of a. a I don't think it's a fair comparison, Boyle to Hurricane. There's a line somewhere, and for me, it exists between Hurricane and Boyle. There you go. You know what this conversation has done to me, right? That I have not felt in a very long time. Uh, uh, you want to play Commander again? I kind of want to play a game of Commander. That's yeah. unbelievable. How has this happened, Zubat? You've what the hell, man? I don't know why. Just talking about all these cards. Got a little twinkle in my. Maybe I'll go in and buy a, you know, a get, my get my hands in a cerulean of the. Play. I had to tab over to remember the name of the yep. card. I'd already forgotten. Um, no, I think I, you you weren't the magical asshole for sure. You were the opposite of that because you did the thing that was perceived to be wrong, which I don't think it is. It was, and then you listened to your friend's concern, pulled it out. I think if anyone is the asshole, it's your mate. But I think they mm-hmm. also have at least some grounds to be annoyed that like you're putting in a deck that hard ta- like hard focus them. But then it's one card, man. It's one card. Uh, no, 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 but it's, 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 it's a principle thing. Well, then it's, okay, let's, let's say then that if you're playing against, let's say that you and I have the, have two decks, you beat me every single time. I'm just not allowed right. to improve my deck to, to have it beat yours? Yeah, of course not. That's what Super Smash Brothers was. Okay. All right. Well, if you're not going to take the question seriously, like, I think it's fine to change your deck a little bit to try to. It beat- is fine, but like, putting, the problem is putting in a card that it would be, that is bad in most situations, but only good in this situation. That's the problem. If you were, like, if you were to take that deck to an FNM. Yeah. yeah you would not no start with a hurricane in no, it. There's no way you'd have a hurricane. That's sure. That's for sure. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the difference. And you wouldn't have a boil in the red one either. It's crazy too. Mm. Well, it might, might not be actually multiplayer, but like, broadly speaking. Well, it's more this, likely that people have islands than it is that they're half flyers. This is about rage on, but I think that I think you're 100 percent of the clear. Don't worry about it. Let us know what you think. Bit.ly slash it's Riley's Discord. Join Riley's Discord. Uh join Riley's Discord. Join Riley's Discord. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Dennis. The question from last week. Previously on Smart. It's here. 
Let's go. I saw you delete a question for next week. Because I know that you're going to tease it. And I don't want to tease Uncle it. Uncle Susan, next no. week, we're getting to your question. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. Oh, man. I was really hoping you wouldn't say the name of it. Riley, really no, this you... happened earlier. So Riley was like, I was like, is there a question here from last week? And Riley was like, I'm not telling you. I went to the doc from last week. I've deleted the questions. So you can't see it. And I went into the version history and found it. Dug it up, Carl. Because Dennis keeps teasing questions for next week. It's so annoying, dude. Next time on Smar, we we'll not- get to Uncle Susan's question. <sighs> okay, all right, go ahead. One day, I hope like it's like a soap opera, and we just we just don't. Oh, what we it's just left on a cliffhanger. Lost, lost the sense of time, and then episode three hundred of Smar. No, Riley, you know what you know what that question is? Then it's the vinyl B side on the vinyl. Vinyl. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go. As long as it's not Carl, me playing Death Stranding, I'm not arguing. Let's go. I hear you quiver with anticipation. We're waiting with bated breath for a week, I'm sure. So, I have a Zelda franchise question here. Oh, that's one for you, Riley. I'm a very big Zelda fan and has been my favorite franchise since I was a child. I am 34 years old for reference. Congratulations. See, the, now, exalted listener, you're going to learn, as Dennis goes, oh, there's a question for you, Riley. This is going to prove once and for all. I mean, not that Dennis we needed the proof. Question. Dennis doesn't read the questions. Oh, my, I can see my name mentioned yes. here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the very first game I beat as a child of seven was the first Legend of Zelda with a handcrafted guide made by my father on a grid sheet notebook where he mapped each screen with every secret in the game as well as every dungeon. So there's something cool for sure. What Holy crap! A cool dad. He had to beat the whole like that 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 dad's name. GameSpot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please call me Game. Mr. Spot was my, my father. Spot was my father's oh, jeez. <clears throat> Uh, that said, I've played, I've played and beat every Zelda game since I've got my hands on, and it has been a personal goal and fun thing. But two years ago, oh, here we go, right? I can smell it on the horizon. I bought Breath of the Wild mm. finally after waiting for quite a while to get it and had a very Dennis experience. I just wasn't having fun. And so as 2020 came along, I just sort of set to the side and I just sort of set it to the side and had planned to pick it back up at some stage. I see. Well, I recently went back and tried to pick it up again. Once again, I realized I just wasn't having fun. The time it takes to complete everything is just so daunting. I find that the individual mechanics are not something... Um, not something I mind in small amounts. I mind in small Dennis amounts. Dennis is having real trouble here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what happened was... So the word I is missing. So it says, I have not something mind in small amounts. And I was like, like with a pickaxe? And then I, then I was oh, boy, then I was off the beaten track completely. Uh, the individual mechanics are not something that bother me in small amounts, but as a whole, I find the whole thing very taxing. I want to finish this game and not just watch a video to see everything, but I am starting to feel like that is my only recourse. What should I do to deal with this feeling of what feels like a life goal failure? Whoo! Stakes? This is... Oh, man. Game sucks, bro. I See, okay, it doesn't... that I will not be accepting criticism of Breath of the Wild at this time, okay? But, well, you should not have put this question in then. <laughs> but... Carl256, I understand where you're coming from with this. Because this is... I mean, it sounds like you're a bigger Zelda fan than me. This... Breath of the Wild is not a traditional Zelda game, right? And it is not a game that if you love Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask mm-hmm. and Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and even Skyward Sword, it's not something that you are going... And I mean, look, we're going all the way back to, you know, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, presumably, Link's Awakening. It's cut from a different cloth altogether, you know, and it's cut from the bad game cloth. And I think that, like, when when we went from Link's Awakening and Link to the Past and that sort of stuff to Ocarina of Time, and th- those are relatively linear dungeon crawling old school RPGs. That's what I was going to say. Is they are well, they're not RPGs, but they're action like action adventure games. They're they they even though one of them's like top down grid based, and the other one is just like a fully three D game. They are broadly speaking, they follow the same gameplay pattern, right? Mm-hmm. Dungeons. You unlock items which unlock new areas. There's a little a little bit of exploration, a few secrets hidden here and there. There's like items that you fill out your inventory with. But broadly speaking, the difference between uh, for example, a link to the past and Ocarina of Time is just where the camera is. Yeah. Broadly speaking. I know that's an oversimplification. Going from Skyward Sword to Breath of the Wild, very different. Very different indeed. You know. An actual literal open world game. You know, exploration, a major part of it. Uh weapon weapon degradation. You know, there is no hookshot. There's stuff like this that you don't, you can kind of just go anywhere from the beginning rather than being like, ah, I clearly need the, you know, I need the feather, the rock feather to jump across this bit or I need the, the hookshot to get had, to that bit, right? 
the problem I had with it was it felt like you could go anywhere, yeah. but I felt like I was kind of punished for going anywhere, Why? and I wasn't particularly interested in the place I was supposed to be going. Well, I don't understand that, because the game, the, the, the world is rich and full of all sorts of different experiences, varied and diverse creatures and biomes, and, like, there's something waiting. Like, everywhere you go, there's something to do and to find, to un- uncover and explore. I don't understand that, right? If you just don't like open-world adventure exp- exploration games, that's fine. I don't think that's true. That like I liked, you know, I like I, I like plenty of the you know, Ubisoft style games. I like Skyrim. I like Oblivion. I don't understand how you like Skyrim, but you don't like Breath of the Wild. I don't know. Is it is it the weapon degradation? No, that didn't bother me. I I don't no. know what it is because they're broadly. I mean, we're talking about games being cut from different cloth. Breath of the Wild is cut from the same cloth as Skyrim. Well, there's. I think I think the world in Breath of the Wild doesn't feel lived in. And that's because there's very few speaking NPCs. But I think that's by design. It, yeah, but that's a dangerous I don't like. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, you can not like it, but that's not an oversight. If, if, if Skyrim was a game... It's a post, if, post-apocalyptic game. There aren't many right. people. Well, I mean, so is Fallout, but there's more people. No, that's a post-apocalyptic game. Sure. But, like, if Skyrim was a Too game best. that was only mm. goblins and frost giants, I'd be like, this game sucks. Yeah, and then like a few isolated towns. There's like what four towns in Breath of the Wild, and one of them is pretty inconsequential anyway. It, it, this sounds like it just comes down to taste, right? And I wonder if Carl is on that. But like, let, let's let's get back to maybe we can Dennis. Let's because I can see your interest is fading. Let's talk about Metal Gear Solid. Do you mean because I sat back in my chair? Here he comes, right? Now he's leaning forward. Now his eyes are, his eyes are lighting up. Do you mean because Metal Gear Solid 5 is the same problem? Metal Gear Solid 5 is a very different game to the other four. So much 100%. so that a lot of hardcore diehard fans don't really include it in the, in the like, oeuvre, right? Like when, I'm, I'm among them when Riley's like, let's, we should play Metal Gear Solid. I was like, we can stop after four. Yeah. Five is yeah. a fun game, but. And, and, and you're, what you've always said is you should play Metal Gear Solid 5. You'd probably enjoy it. It is a fun action stealth game. It's much more like Hitman than it is like a Metal Gear Solid game. Right? And I like Hitman. I actually think you'd like it. So let's say that you don't like Metal Gear Solid Five, but you are a rusted-on Kojima Metal Gear Solid fan, right? How do you deal with the feelings of not liking something that is so of such cultural importance to you and is so huge to you that you feel like it's a life goal failure when you don't play it? Yeah. I mean, that is kind of how I felt about Five. Yeah. Right, like, I, like, I, I, I was going to try to draw a long bow and say like this is how I f- ended up feeling about Pokemon. Right, when I stopped playing Pokemon because I love Pokemon so much, and then it came out and I was like, but I think that was just more growing up than anything else. Yeah, because those uh, uh, sword, sword and Shield, despite all, like, is very much the same game. Yeah. As I don't want to knock again adults who play Pokemon. It's fine if you do. Obviously, Pokemon's a great game and a wonderful franchise. Well, they play it differently. They play it very differently than exactly. The game it's just something. That, it's something that didn't transfer to adulthood for me. So there's no judgment here if you if you're an adult who likes Pokemon. Good on you. Good what, what Riley means uh, when he says we grew up is Riley and I both bought Sword and Shield excited to play it, and the game, the base game is just too easy. Yep. yep. And I don't remember it being like that because I was eight yes. or whatever, exactly. and I was an idiot. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, so yeah, let's talk about this meaning like a life goal failure when a beloved franchise drops something that you just can't stand. I mean, and that kind of happened to me. Like when I was first playing Metal Gear Solid, I, I like Riley. I, I mean, you know me. You, you must know how excited I would have been when it came out. Metal Gear Solid 5, I imagine it's a, yeah. I mean, this is probably the sort of game that you blocked out a week on your calendar to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the first time I played it, didn't finish it. That's so huge. I sent it through and was like, ah. Well, this is exactly what Carl's doing with, with Breath of the Wild. I'll get, I'll get, I got a lot further in, but I was like, I'll get around to it. And it was because there comes a point halfway through the game where it's just like, replay all these missions for fun before you can finish the game. And I was like, why? Yeah, I don't want to do that. I mean, it's, it is, it is still fun, but it's like playing Hitman. It's like, do this mission, but do it without any guns. Or, yeah. Yep. Do this mission, but do it as so and so, and like all this, all these like, kind of like weird mm-hmm. bits, and you like have to do that, and it, and like the game becomes very, very bloated towards the end, and the mm-hmm. story's not compelling, and it's and it's not interesting, and it it introduces a bunch of new characters for no reason, and it it get, it's just not it's not it's not a good story, it's not a good game. So how do you deal with that? Let's term, let's talk about it in terms of a life goal failure. I went back and did it, and I don't know. If you, it depends on how far you're in you are. If you're two hours into Breath of the Wild and you're gonna have to put fifty more in to finish it, but if it's gonna nag on you, maybe just do it. Like people, like maybe maybe just set aside the time. But is is it gonna feel satisfying if you do it as if it's a chore? I think there is something. I'm one of these people. Like if you can just tick it off the list and be done with it, 
And here's the thing you, about Breath you, of the Wild. Well, like, you, you, you've, play, you've played many a game. Like, you mentioned when you had PlayStation Now, you were like, I'm not enjoying this game. Why am I playing this? Yeah. And I was just like, I need to finish it. I'm this far in. But no, you can stop. But if you feel like, if you want to just, I don't know. Saying that, like, you want to watch a video to see everything. I don't know how that's even possible because the, don't do that like this, but there's so much in the game that you're going to miss out because most of the game, most of the magic of the game is like, being like D- I wonder what happens if I throw this barrel here and then set it on fire. Right? Like that's the game. You're not going to see it in a video. If you just want to see the story content, it's not a very long game. There are four bosses and a, bo- and a main boss fight. Like there are four quote unquote dungeons and they are not hard. There's only four of those. There's only four. There's four divine beasts. I got like halfway through the game. There's four divine beasts and then the main fight. And you don't even need, technically you don't even need to beat the four, the other four, but like you've seen, if you, I don't know if you've ever seen a speed run. You can, mm-hmm. you can fight Ganon day one. You, you can go get him right away. You yeah. can go and get him straight away, right? It's, it's, it's difficult, but it's, it's possible. So like, Carl, if you just want any percent, right? Any percent, go and beat the four divine beasts. Go and get a couple of like shrines, just the obvious shrines when you, when you're cutting about, right? Just to get the like your heart container uh, enough heart containers to beat Ganon, and then just go and beat Ganon, and then you're done, and you don't have to. Play Main it story again. is still fifty hours though. But that's not it's it, that's it's it's that's I don't see how it's fifty hours, man. Because main plus extras, which is how most people play the game, is ninety seven hours. I don't see how the main. I don't think that because you're you're editing all. This is a problem. How can be editing all the parts of the game that are just wandering around fields? But there's none of that if you don't want there to be. There is. There's you not. still have to just like walk to places. It takes forever. That I don't think that's true. You get up on a on a watchtower. You see where the other watchtowers are. You go and get them. You unlock the entire map. You know where the divine beast. So you get in your horse. You ride to them once, which unlocks a fast travel point, right? And then you beat that boss. Are you gonna have, an, are you gonna have enough equipment to do that? Yeah, of course. What? Yes, obviously. Hmm. Because I mean, there's equipment all over the place. It breaks all the time <laughs> by design, yeah. right? Um, once you get 13 heart containers, go and get the master sword done. Right? Mm. I, I don't think I, what was it? 56 hours? What? 50, it says. Um, that's not, that's main story alone. If you just want to play the story, I don't see how that's even possible, man. I don't see how you could get 50 hours is like bordering on what's completionist. 188. But that's including all the Korok seeds. No one's doing that. Completionist, sorry. <laughs> to do to do like all the shrines, I could see that being close to hundred hours or hundred and twenty of those of those things, and you got to find all of them, um, and then you got to get all the armor and stuff as well, all the different all the different outfits and things. I don't know, man. I feel I feel like this is very very doable in 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 a short amount of time. Like you can play it as though it is just a traditional Zelda game. Just do the four quote unquote dungeons, a couple of the shrines, get the master sword from from the forest, and and go and fight fight Ganon. My opinion, which is coloured by the fact that I think it's an absolute all-timer, is just get through it. Dennis's opinion, because he thinks the game for some... Because Dennis has no taste and thinks the, bad, the game is bad. Ditch it and play Mega Solid 1 instead. There you go. We all, we <laughs> all knew it was coming. We all knew it was coming. Can I interest you in Metal Gear Solid 1? Available now on, on GOG.com. For what, three quid, I'm sure? It's not very much money, no. Anyway... Tune in next week for Uncle Susan's question, I guess. It's going to be so good. Oh you're not goodness. like I've read it, you're not ready. You're not ready for Uncle Susan's question. It's ridiculous. I can't Next I, time I, on Smar. Next time on Smar, a question How from could Uncle- you, Riley? I didn't and we're fighting then we have we have 3 seconds to stop the reactor exploding. It's all it's going to be it's going to be great. Oh wow, really? We're, we're turning into a full-on full-on thriller we're drama. Now, yeah. All right. Excellent. Who would play you in a in a thriller drama TV show? Josh Gad. Josh Gad. Let's have a look at this fellow. Josh Gad. Am I wrong? Oh, Dennis, this is not the first time you've been asked this question. Oh, no. dear. Yeah, that is. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Vo- uh, voice of Olaf. Yep. Um, He's in the Book of Mormon. Yep. He's LeFou in Beauty and the Beast. Yep, and he looks a lot like you, dude. A lot like me. A lot like you. Yep, yep. Little scraggly beard, kind of curly hair mm-hmm. up on top. Yep. His glasses are a bit cooler than yours, though. Anyway. All right. Josh Gad. Hugo Boss glasses, thank you very much. What, his or yours? Mine. Okay. Um, no, no, he's... Yeah, that's perfect. Who would it be for me? I always used to say Brendan Fraser, but I think he's a bit old now. Yeah, he does not look good anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rami Malek? 
No. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I don't want Brandon Fraser's aged. I don't want to sound like one of those, you know, ten celebs. You won't believe number five how they've aged. Brandon Fraser has not aged well. Oh my goodness! He's fifty. Give him a break. Is that what I? Is that what I'm going to look like? Uh, I got bad news for you, dude. You do not look like you're in George of the Jungle now. So I don't. All right, mate. Settle down. (laughs) Brandon Fraser, like we look a little alike. We've got that, like the wide eyes, the wide kind of googly eyes. You know. The top half of your face is a little bit like... No, yeah, he's got big fat lips as well. All of the rest of your... I think... Um, let me find, uh, uh, people with mustaches is how I... Vincent I'll, Price, maybe? I, you know, this really annoys <laughs> me, man. It's, it's annoys me. Like, oh, oh, someone with... A, you posted that meme of the guy with the butterfly. People see a picture of a person with a mustache. Oh, it's Riley. <laughs> All people with mustache look the same. Um, okay. You do, uh, have, you do have Vincent Price's mustache. Um, do you know who it is? Do you know what it's going to be, actually? Huh. Uh, Alex Who Anderson. Alex Who? H the, with an O with a slash through it. Just type in oh, Ivor yeah. the Boneless Actor. That's who it's going to be. What? It's not anything like you. What are you talking about? It looks exactly like me. Well, it looks a little bit it like It looks me, a lot like me. Get I out of here. I don't, I don't know if you should go for the core. I don't know if you should go for the braids, man. No, no, no. <laughs> the braids, <laughs> definitely not. But, like, just look. There's a picture of him, like, halfway down. Yeah. You know. And you know, for those of you playing along at home, Ivor the Boneless Actor. Uh, Alex, I don't know how to say it, who, Anderson, who, um, yeah. from Vikings. You might have seen him. Good looking bloke, obviously. Um, no, no, no. We, we look exactly alike, mate. We look exactly alike. Who looks like? Good looking fella. Why do you say, why do you say Rami Malik? Uh, I don't know. Megan, Megan maintains that I kind of look like Rami Malik. Just because, again, the googly eyes, but I don't think that's, I don't think it's quite there. You do have quite, you, you are a little bug idea. Yeah? I mean, now, he, yeah. he, has an incre- he has incredibly wide cheekbones. I don't think that's you. Maybe Steve Buscemi then, if we're going for googly eyes. Steve Buscemi. Do you think we get Buscemi to play me? He's a bit, he's a bit old. Let's see a young Steve Buscemi though, like in, like in Pulp Fiction maybe. I'm not oh. lanky and gangly though. Like I'm not, I'm not spindly. I think we get that music band t-shirt on Steve Buscemi. You could pass as you, your yeah. current age. Like Hello fellow kids. All right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm Josh Gad through and through. Yeah, man. I mean that was that's that's an absolute slam dunk. Or the other one is if you go if you look up mm. um, Professor Hulk, Avengers. Oh yeah, you had that as your um as is your the, if you like Google Professor Hulk Avengers, the third picture where he's like sitting in the diner with with the cardigan. Yes, also looks a lot. It like does me. look like you. It does look a lot like you. Yeah, exactly. The glasses, just a large man with glasses. Large man with glasses and often a beard. Yeah. Like, look at the size of his hands. <laughs> i tell you what. Can I tell you something, Dennis? You're lucky uh, you need glasses. Oh, dude, I know. I'd wear them if I didn't need them. Yeah. You, you would get a pair of those fake ones. He's taking them off now. Yeah. Awful. I look like, I look like I'm not letting your schools. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> All right. We're done. Um, Charles, have me reverse. Patreon, I've, I've been, Patreon I've been playing Age of Empires. We've been playing, Dennis. Uh, League Legends. <laughs> yeah. Right. Excellent. All right. We'll be back next week with more with Uncle Susan's question. Let's go. Uh, patreon.com slash Harvest History. And while you're there, patreon.com slash Scrummy River. Scrummy River. And then scrummyriver.com. Use your code. Get night. yourself a, um, what was the card called again? <laughs> the claw. Something of the claw. Zerillion of the claw. Zerillion of the claw. Just buy any card with a name claw in it. I don't care. As long as you use code smart. Dragon claw. Stay fresh cheese bags. Unless you're only paying us $2 a month, in which case, stay stale. Later, folks. Later, folks.